Welcome to Groovy Soup. Groovy. A showcase of music from artists and bands from across Ohio, and your chance to hear something new and local. Here's your host, Paul Holden. Welcome to another episode of Groovy Soup, a show all about the artists and bands of Ohio. I'm Paul Holden, your host and chef of this mashup of melodies. Tonight, it's a celebration as we celebrate new releases and continue to bring you local tunes right to your home. Leading things off with a project 10 years in the making, we have new music from Amethystone. This one's called It's Love.
That was It's Love by Amethyst Stone. This local group had big plans to celebrate their new release, but the only thing that could stop it was, well, global pandemic. So instead, they're bringing the celebration online this weekend and bringing the music straight to you. Here's more from Amethyst Stone. Joined by yet another great Ohio group here. We got Amethyst, Amethyst Stone. I knew I was going to trip over it after right before this. I said it and I did it perfectly, I hope. But Amethyst Stone is joining me yet again here. Guys, thank you all so much for joining me. Hey, thank thank you. you. It's nice. I like this whole Zoom thing I've been doing because now I get to see the people I'm talking to, which is a nice thing. It brings me back to when I got to do it in the station. But uh, so I originally we had done a Groovy Soup interview uh, a few weeks ago as we were gearing up for the first release from you guys, studio release in 10 years. But uh, obviously the world is a much different place than what it was a few weeks ago. So uh, before we get into that, let's have you guys reintroduce yourselves. Tell us about the band. Tell us who you are. Let's start there. Well, I'm Megan Cameron. I sing and play the piano. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm Mike Riggins. I, I play the bass and jump around. <laughs> Point at me. Yeah, I'm, I'm Rob. <laughs> the Zoom thing is weird. Uh, I'm Rob Powell, and I play guitars and sing sometimes. And I'm Mike Eubanks, and I play the drums. Everyone's got a really cool uh, background. I like Mike's background on his Zoom thing. I can see the recording studio side and then the f- supply side. That just looks, it's got the right. very classic basement feel to it. I like it. <laughs> it's got all, all my empty Jackie O's growlers. <laughs> There's no toilet paper over there, none at all. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's upstairs <laughs> anyway um so let's let's start with let's let's address the you know the the elephant in the room first that's why i kept calling it i know it's a little cliche but walk me through you know the past few weeks for you guys going from the highs of hooray because not only were you guys releasing an album you guys had a really cool event planned at arts west as well um so so just walk me through you know the the timeline give me give me a an insight into to what's been happening here uh, since everything's been going down well as you just said we had a release scheduled for the 21st of march arts west and there was going to be a lot of community involvement with some artists and we were going to do a celebrity art auction and uh, BJ Funk, that, that's right, Brandon? B-Funk. B-Funk, BJ. Yeah, B-Funk. BJ, B-Funk? Yeah. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> that's where I got that wrong thing. Anyway, so we had this really cool party, something to just celebrate um, for us and then also just to have a party for the community. And I think a week before we started talking about postponing it, and it was a really big decision then, and there was a lot of back and forth, and there wasn't really consensus about not having it, Uh, but we finally decided to go ahead and postpone it, which we did for April 28th. And then, of course, just a few days after that, the governor shut pretty much everything down, and we would have had to move it anyway. And now, of course, April 28th isn't gonna work either, uh, and someday, who knows when it will be, we will have that big party. Well, hopefully, uh, you know, it's, it, it is someday soon. Um, but now that has spread into a new idea from you guys, and you're still celebrating from home, so to speak here. Still have uh, something uh, brewed up. What, have, what was your guys' response to, unfortunately, the, uh, the double cancellation? Well, we tried, we thought we would try and play all of us together using some or an app a platform where you can play in different locations and and that didn't work because we live in the boonies and our web 
you know, our internet's not great. The latency was bad. Um, Mike Eubanks had an idea, which I'll let him talk about what we're going to end up doing. So, um, trying to figure out just what in the heck we were going to do. We don't want to sit on this record. I mean, two years of work recording this thing, getting it mixed, getting it mastered, getting it ready to go. You know, I've, I've got it right here <laughs> in my hand, <laughs> ready to go. And so what we've, what we've kind of decided, and we kind of just finalized this today, um, Megan and I tested this, this new app earlier today. We're going to do a live uh, Facebook listening party. So basically on April, April 18th. So uh, I'm not sure when is this going to air the, before it'll be that. the 13th. So that, yeah, it'll be the 13th of this will be coming. Out. Awesome. So Saturday mm-hmm. coming up at seven o'clock, uh, we're going to do a live on Facebook feed uh, listening party. We're going to play a bunch of songs off the album. Uh, we've got at least one lyric video that is going to be the first single. We're going to play that on there so everybody can see it, uh, play a bunch of the songs and we're going to then be on there talking about the record. We're going to take questions. Uh, you know, any fans that want to get on and listen and talk to us while we're doing this thing, I think that's the best way we can, we can get this record out and still, uh, you know, connect with everybody. So, uh, that seems to be the, the way we're going to have to do it. Uh, I think we're gonna do some giveaways, give away some copies of the, of the CD, some t-shirts, whatever, you know, we're just going to have a, a good time and play a couple of tunes off the record. If all goes well and everything works like it's supposed to, the, the album will be, that's the same day it's going to drop on Spotify, iTunes, Pandora, all the, all the streaming platforms. So that, the, you know, this weekend, everybody can listen to the album too. So if all the stars line up, all that stuff will happen on that same day. Um, Excellent. Excellent. Hey, I mean, you got to get creative when, uh, you know, the, the world kind of shuts down. And so, uh, I mean, let's, let's at least dive in, let's dive into two of the songs, the two songs, at least, uh, that we talked about uh, playing before here, it's love and hold on. Tell me about those two songs. What made you guys want to decide that those were the songs to, uh, put on the show tonight and just give me a little bit of process of creating those two pieces. You pointing to me. Um, well, we, we, it's, now that all of this happened, it seemed really appropriate to to first release and share its love. Um, I wrote it before my first, well, mine and Mike, the drum or bass player. Yeah. Or, yeah, I'm the bass player. <laughs> the bass player. Before um, we had our first, <laughs> our first kid. So I wrote its love before Mike and I had our first kid. And it was really, um, the song is about the uncertainty of the future that our kids would have, are going to have. And um, there's just so many unknowns as we move forward because of climate change. And now we have this, which is creating, obviously, just, we have no idea when we're gonna be coming out of this. So um, the song, it's just about how love is what is going to give us hope to get through these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's, it's great. It's a good time to bring it out. I, I really want to share it right now because I feel people are really looking for things to have inspiration to, to hold on to that hope because this is a really difficult situation for a lot of people. 
and yeah. for sure i think it's the it's the dancey tune on the record too it's mm-hmm. the yeah so it's it's a good positive song to put out right now yeah definitely yeah. bass driven so that's really good <laughs> <laughs> there you go that's the best that's the best part right there no, I, I would agree you know you gotta I, I, releasing a song that i think it, it brings a good you know not only dance a little bit of energy especially for something like a saturday night um but you know the, the idea that it is you know with, with love and togetherness that uh any challenges uh, is possible here but um so yeah tell me a little bit about uh, the the second song here hold on tell me uh, is, what's the story behind uh behind that song well, that song, um, one of the things, when I write music, I, uh, well, I don't have a lot of time to write music anymore because I have two kids and work and all that, but Mike and the kids were leaving for a few days, and as they were pulling out of the driveway, I was setting up my keyboard and just started playing immediately, and that, this, hold on, just, like, the, I just kind of noodled around with the, um, the piano part, and just started singing and that's where the song came from and it's really about I've been thinking about what the song is about is that um, this one's about a relationship where the two people are you know they're just not maybe seeing eye to eye anymore they're kind of growing apart and it's the idea that sometimes to continue with relationships well most of the time we have to be willing to look look through the other person's perspective or or listen to them and try and listen through their perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and the song, though, I, I really love it because it's kind of has a darker edge to it, and it's it's kind of um, there's oh, what's the word? There's a kind of desperation in it. You know, mm-hmm. it's like hold on, you know. More from Amethystone on the way next here on Groovy Soup. This is Groovy Soup on Power One Hundred Five. This is Groovy Soup on Power 105. Welcome back to Groovy Soup, a show all about the artists and bands of Ohio. We got another tune lined up from the new Amethystone record called Hold On.
That was Hold On by Amethyst Stone, and we still have lots to talk about with the group, so back to our conversation. Yeah, no, very, very cool. And I'm, I'm excited to, to catch uh, the, the full album there as well. We're talking to Amethyst Stone here, uh, getting ready for their first studio release in 10 years. They've had all this good stuff. Unfortunately, they uh, had a cool party planned, but uh, they got a great listening party going on this Saturday. Uh, I'm assuming on band fa- the band's Facebook page would be the place to go check that out probably. I would assume that's yep. the... Uh, the spot to go so you can check that out on uh saturday um so let's go back into it, it and i know we talked a little bit about this before but again 10 years to get this album together and i and, and put every everything else aside what was it like when it was to you finally did get to have the cd in your hand mike you were you guys finally were able to see the the album has is done you put it together and by dang it you're gonna release that thing no matter what act of god is gonna get in the way well megan you could kind of lay that timeline out. I've only been in the band just over two years now. I'm the new guy. So, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> and I've been the on again, off again <laughs> a lot for a long time. It just, you know, the relationship never really dies. <laughs> this, this is definitely the classic lineup, I would say. Mm-hmm. This is it right here. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, some of these songs are, I wrote, Quite a while ago but they've really changed when Mike the drummer Mike and Rob came back mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and really created kind of a new sound especially survivor song mm-hmm. um, we, th- there's even a complete uh, tempo change not tempo um, that's your commodulation yes yes, yes. <laughs> time signature change right? time signature change I mean it changes the feel of it a great deal and some of the other songs too I think they both bring arranging sense and, and just making the songs really complete. Um, and we took a break for a while because Mike and I had kids and we have jobs and all, you know, all four of us have full-time jobs and do other things. So it takes a while to do this. And in 2018, we did a big production with Calliope, um, Athens Feminist Choir, um, there, it, people called it a rock opera. There was a dance troupe that basically acted out a story. Um, so we've been really busy. Uh, and I think the last two years we focused on really honing our skill with these songs and arranging them. And I remember Rob saying, I don't want to rush this process. I want to make something that I really love to listen to. And I, I mean, some of the time I think we still felt rushed but because <laughs> we have jobs and all these other responsibilities unfortunately but um oh i don't think our kids aren't an unfortunate well <laughs> I, I definitely think that over the past two years it's been a whole it's been a reinvention of our sound like totally different than that first album we did 10 years ago Mm-hmm. Uh, just when Mike and I have been playing together for like 10 years in, in different bands and we just lock in really well. And of course, Rob's just, he can do just anything on, on that guitar. So we, we've spent the last two years kind of reinventing our sound and it, it, it's something that, that represents all four of us for sure. 
That's awesome. I, I, that's I, and it, and it, that's, I, it's got to feel good when it's an embodiment of, of all four of you. I mean, I, that's what I, I, the band's putting together the album. It's not just, you know, one person uh, putting, putting out the songs there. So uh, what about for, for, for you, Mike and, and Rob, what about you guys? What was it like to, you know, have that album come together finally? And what are the, you know, you mentioned coming into the band two years ago, what have the past two years been like for you? Uh, for me, they've been incredible. Like, like Mike said, we've, we've played in other bands together for a really long time. And when uh, Amethyst Stone was kind of coming out of uh, their slumber for having kids and, and <laughs> taking that time off, they, they needed a drummer. And uh, Megan and I have been friends since college, so we've known each other forever. And Mike and I have been playing together in other bands for nearly a decade. So it was kind of, hey, do you want to come and do this? And came to a practice or two and I, I was hooked when Megan let me help write songs. I was hooked. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, I had, I immediately was knew that I was supposed to play with, with all of these folks, um, and have had a, an incredible time for me. Artistically, it's been freaking incredible to be able to contribute to Megan's great songs and like she said, arranging, and that's kind of, I feel like that's one of the things I'm really good at is, you know, okay, this part here, this here, then here, uh, doing that last final arrangements is something I feel like I'm good at. And so to be able to contribute to her really great songwriting, it just, it, it just works out really, really well. We make a great team for sure, putting this stuff together. Yeah. Um, so for me too, I, I've known Megan and Mike for, uh, a while uh, I don't even remember I don't even know how long it's been and we've played music uh, as Amethyst Stone in a few incarnations by now um, Megan and I I also play piano um, and I resonate with piano uh, music a lot but then there's just Megan and I are sort of kindred in a certain kind of way too um, and so in this band with everyone who's here now, there's a certain kind of effortless uh, feeling to it. Um, we can just go with ideas and sounds and, you know, we can all um, flow with that really well. And that's a really special thing. Mm -hmm. You know, some musical experiences are more challenging. They can end up being fun, but it just feels like work. Um, this can feel like work, but it's just fun work, right? Um, and so I just, everything clicks really well. Everyone contributes. Everyone's really creative. You know, personally, I like the role that I get to fill in this band um, because I get to um, react to what else is going on. I get to think about it. I try to fill in a space, you know. Um, it's really interesting because my instrument and Megan's can stomp all over each other if we let them. Mm -hmm. And so there's this kind of dance we have to do to make a part. So it forces me to, to write parts a certain way, you know, it kind of makes me go to certain places and it's really uh, satisfying to me uh, to be doing that. Yeah. And when you, when you have the trust that you guys have with each other as, as bandmates, you guys can really let your creativity show out and, and flow. And you can, like you said, even just a sound or just to try an idea, I'm sure it's, it's, it's much easier when you're with a group like this that can, uh, 
not only work to well together, but maybe tweak it or be like, oh, that's a great baseline. Like, how do we how do we build off of that? We're talking to Amethyst Stone here. We got a couple of questions here before uh, we'll wind things down. Um, one of my things that you guys have a very long uh, music background playing in multiple bands, you know, just knowing each other for a long time. I mean, what is it like to just be involved in music for, for so many years? What, what about music, like, is the thing that you always want to kind of go back to or the, those projects are the ones that you want to go after versus, I don't know, maybe other hobbies or just other things? What is it about music that keeps bringing you back, you know, year after year or day after day? Man, that's a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> I've, never well, had a, I've never had a choice. I just say I can't help it. You mm -hmm. know, the first time a piano was in front of me, you couldn't pry me away from it. Mm -hmm. So um, you just, I mean, it, it just has, it has to be there somewhere, somehow. And especially with a group of people that I connect with so well, it's really mm -hmm. easy to come back. Yeah. And I, I started writing songs when I was nine. <laughs> so it's just something that's been a part of, it's part of who I am. It's definitely a part of my family music. My family has a really strong a musical tradition. Um, you know, we took a break for three years, I think. And I was so busy with other things that I didn't really realize until we started doing it again, how it feeds a part of me that, that I, I just have to have. It helps keep me sane, so to speak, and bal it helps me stay balanced. Just important. My favorite part of music is just playing it live. I, mm -hmm. I, I love to get up on the stage and, <laughs> and run around and just, I, I feel like if I have that bass in front of me and I'm on stage, I can be everything that I'm not. Right. And, and I can just let it all hang out, let it all fly and just have loads of fun and hurt my back and neck. <laughs> I can, I can attest to all those things. Uh, a big part for me is, uh, and I realized it coming into, you know, coming into this band is I really love the process uh, involved in the creation. So, you know, when we would say, when Megan comes in, Hey, I've got a, here's a new riff I've got, I've got some lyrics. What can we do with this? that's where I get excited. You know, where can this go? Where can we take here this, this core of an idea? And then, you know, what is, what's Mike's contribution going to be? What, how can I then build on his contribution? What's Rob going to put on top of that? Oh, then that changes what I'm going to do. That's the part that I really, really love mm -hmm. uh, is the cre is the creation part. I also, I love playing live too, but I really, really like these, the songwriting part and the creation uh you know, going from just a little tiny idea that Megan has this little riff that she comes in with, and then we end up with a, with a song. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the funny story, at least I think it's funny. The last song on the record, which is, is, was actually the last song we recorded, Mike and I literally finalized our parts 20 minutes before we hit record. Wow. I mean, we were, we were still writing that, those, you know, my drum part and his bass part for that song, the morning before we said, we have to record bass and drums today <laughs> <laughs> because we have to get this mixed and get it mastered. You know, we had to already set our release date and worked backwards. Like, here's our deadline. Well, the literally the last day, the last recording session that we were going to have that morning, we finalized our parts and 
and now the funny part is it came, it's one of my favorite songs on the album. <laughs> Just, it, I don't know if it was the pressure or what, but we, we had to, we had mm-hmm. to finish it and this was what it was going to be. And it turned out really, really good. So. Well, and you sent it to Rob who had really not played on it much at all with us. Yeah. And we had no idea what he was going to do and it came back and it was just I didn't either. (laughs) I think I listened to it like 20 times the first day that you sent it. I just couldn't get enough of it. Not to build it up too much. (laughs) I mean, you gotta, you gotta brag. No, go ahead, Rob. I don't mean to interrupt you there. No, I don't know. You're fine. You're fine. (laughs) I mean, what I was just going to say about that though is um, I really, if, if I could have my way, I would always just write the parts while we were all playing live together, you know, while we were all writing together. Mm-hmm. Um, studio work can be incredibly stressful to me. Uh, and I might be known for a little perfectionism from time to time, <laughs> from time, to time occasionally. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so and so i'm a maniac in the studio uh these tracks that she's talking about that she likes um i don't know how many of them there are uh and there's what there, there, i added the synthesizer stuff too right yeah what we're talking about yeah and then my sense and program stuff and then I your think. stuff is in there too but yeah. but i i spent more hours than i want to admit to making that happen i mean i i spent a lot of time but on the other hand uh that's really fun for me it's Mm -hmm. just under time pressure it gets a little crazy and i knew they were sitting there wondering what in the heck was i doing (laughs) (laughs) i'm working on it no i really did play guitar for 14 hours yesterday no i really did (laughs) uh you know so anyway it's just uh it's just really funny so then i hear it and i'm like that doesn't sound like it was that much work, <laughs> but okay, that's that's probably good, right? So, yeah. I mean, you make I, it you make it sound effortless, Rob. That's I feel like that's what happens. So for for people on the outside, I think they they don't really always get if you're not a musician yourself, or at least you know not understanding or involved with the process at all. I feel like some people might think it is as simple as hey, you go in there and sing for a little bit, and then we'll just do this real quick, you know, quick and boom, here's a song. It doesn't really work like that. I mean, it doesn't really work like that at all, honestly, unless you're, you're very, very lucky. But, um, you know, it's, it, it's really cool to hear how much not only you guys like to work together, but it, it just shows that there's something about music that is, it's, it's instinctual. It's something that just is, it's just ingrained in, you know, your guys' DNA, which I, I love hearing about. But we're going to get ready to wind things down here with Amethyst Stone. But before I ask you my final question, give me the rundown one more time. Where can people go this Saturday? What, uh, give me the give me the rundown one more time about uh, the cool thing you guys are doing for to, to check out the new release here coming up soon. Well, they can go to our Facebook page, Amethyst Stone Music, and that's Amethyst One Music. Or, or I'm sure there'll be you can go to our website, amethyststone.com, and there's a link there too. And it's Saturday, April 18th at 7 p.m. It'll be live stream conversation with us, and you'll get to hear some of the music that we're talking about for the first time ever. <laughs> so very, very exciting. You're not going to want to miss it on Saturday. We'll make sure that we uh, post some links and stuff too. So people can get, uh, so we get the word out for you guys as well. But this new thing that I've been doing here, uh, this new year with the, uh, with groovy soup is I've been closing out the show with a new question and I, it's a simple one. It's what is your favorite type of soup? Beer cheese soup from the pub. 
I remember that one from our first, I remember that from the first conversation we had. I knew that I, I was like, I think some of one of them mentioned beer cheese from the sub. Uh, oh yeah. Sub. <laughs> <laughs> Tomato. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and Rob and I both said the same thing, which is. <laughs> Classic chicken noodle. Classic chicken noodle. You can't beat it, guys. Uh, thank you so much again for, for joining me. Best of luck with the, uh, the listen party going on. And obviously, we hope that venues and things open, and, and open up as soon as possible so we can uh, celebrate the album uh, in its entirety with all the cool stuff that you guys had planned. But uh, Amethyst Stone, thank you again so much for your time. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Paul. That's going to do it for this episode of Groovy Soup. Big time thanks to Amethyst Stone for joining the show tonight. Don't miss the split EP release party this Friday from Gorilla Party and Clementines, and also the virtual CD release from Amethyst Stone on Facebook this Saturday night. Remember to follow along with the bands on their social media pages, and if you or your band is interested in the show, email me at pholden at wxtq.com. That's P-H-O-L-D-E-N at wxtq.com. The full archive of Groovy Soup is up on our website if you'd like to hear more great Ohio music. And until next week... I'm Paul Holden, signing off.